Welcome everyone to the dance floor where life lessons are learned through the art of dance. I'm your host, Anna Harsh, and today I wanted to share with you about how I choreographed an entire musical virtually. Yes, it's true. Wheeling Park High School, which is located in Wheeling, West Virginia, is putting on Shrek the Musical. Shout out to the theater director at Wheeling Park High School, Mr. Bill Cornforth, and the choir director, Joyce Jingle. They truly made this all happen with me. Their performances will be both in person for small crowds and online for you at home. Shrek is a fun fairy tale story that brings love, adventure, and a sense of belonging to a whole new level. It's a funny, captivating, and definitely get you on your feet kind of show, um, dancing at the end for sure. But let me back up a little bit and tell you how I got into this. I have been teaching virtually, like many of you out there, since March of 2020. Last year, I was working on the Adams Family musical uh, for Wheeling Park and the pandemic hit. We were close to finishing up the musical and the choreography when everything just got canceled, I haven't been back to the school since that day. I have choreographed for Wheeling Park for over 16 years. So needless to say, it was devastating to the cast, to the teachers and the staff and myself. My heart really broke for all of those students. Gosh, not getting back to the theater to perform. It's something that They love and I love and the cast was just amazing. So it was hard. It was hard to walk away from and knowing that everything just was canceled. And of course, school was never the same. So since that day, I started teaching online. Well, teaching online isn't new for me. I just didn't think I would be doing it full time for this amount of time uh, over a year now. But due to the pandemic, my dance company, Allegro Dance Company, also had our entire touring season canceled. Like many other artists out there, we find another way to make things work, don't we? So for the past year, I've taught private dance lessons, yoga, meditation, ballet, Italian folk dance, and now musical theater. So here we are a year later. I have developed so many tricks and tips and techniques to make this experience a little bit better online. Choreographing an entire musical, though, remotely? Wow, this was going to be a huge task. I wasn't sure if anybody out there has done this before. And if you have, gosh, message me. How did you do it? So let me tell you how we set this up. You probably remember me saying in an earlier episode that I cleared out a space in my basement in my home to create a small dance studio area. I ordered a professional dance floor, the ring lights, a camera, microphone, the whole bit. All of this hooks up into a laptop that I have on a large stand so I can see the students. And of course, I'm still working with Zoom. Um, How about you? Are you still on Zoom? I set up a Zoom link for the school and we met three times a week, totaling over 50 some hours that we rehearsed together and I taught them all the choreography online. 
the school sent me the script and I downloaded the script and I also downloaded an app that had all the music that I needed for the show. This time around, we weren't going to use live musicians um, because of COVID. So that, of course, broke my heart since the school has a wonderful orchestra and music program and we usually have live music with all of the musicals. I took about a week or so to prepare the choreography. And I've done this musical a few times and for different places, but I had many more things to consider this time around. Dealing with all of the protocols and current policies, the students have to wear masks on stage, they have to be about six feet apart when they're performing, and so I started sketching out formations on paper and that kept their distance, but were still interesting to watch. I try to create formations that change with the music and the tempo that were still interesting to see. Usually in a musical, you have partner work to do and you're working closely with your cast members, but I couldn't include partnering work at all. I grabbed a few of the props that were needed for the musical to have on hand so I could demonstrate on camera. Sometimes I had to improv with something else uh, for that prop. And sometimes I had things to demonstrate spacing. I grabbed a few items around the house. I had these small lanterns and uh, they lit up. So I used them to create formations on my dance floor that the students could see and they were lit so they could see them well enough on camera. So I thought that was kind of interesting to use um, to show the spacing either in a straight line or if we're in a semicircle or whatever the spacing or formation I was trying to explain with the lanterns and just moving them like chess pieces um, to show where they should be in space on stage. I also drew on a piece of paper X's and O's, somewhat like a football play, perhaps, um, X's and O's to plot out where everyone should stand and show them on camera how the formation would change using this piece of paper and, and saying, oh, this arrow, that's you, and you go to this spot and come downstage or move stage right or left. All of those things I had to draw or just show them with my hands on camera. Now, of course, there are pros and cons to choreographing a musical online. The cons, of course, I'm just not there. I'm not there in person. And showing movement and being able to correct a student in person is always the best scenario. I just think they get a little more out of it and it's easier to understand. But working with the camera closely and at different angles really helped get around that and it helped the students understand the movement and what I was trying to portray online. So we kind of got around that. Um, I missed being there in person, but I think it was okay. I would go close to the camera to demonstrate some detail work and then pull away from the camera to show full body for combinations. Now, of course, the sound wasn't the best because you can't always hear them singing as well as the music and you can't talk. I couldn't talk on top of that because it won't pick up all of those things at the same time. So I couldn't hear them clearly. And of course, dealing with the delay and the lags that Zoom make it challenging to stay on beat. So it was kind of watching it in a delay. 
But we got around that by both of us having access to the music since it was on an app. I could demonstrate on my end and play the music so they could see it in time with myself and treat the situation like a call and response. So they would watch me with the music that I was playing on my end and then I would pause my music and then they would try it playing their music on their end so I could watch it simultaneously and there would be no delay. Oh, let's talk about lighting. Lighting became a little bit of an issue when the front of the stage lights were on because the students started looking like ghosts. So I couldn't really see, I just saw shadows or ghost looking uh, figures dancing on the stage. So they would turn the frontal stage lights off for rehearsals with me so I could see them more clearly. Now they did set up three different cameras for me to see the students, which I thought was really great. Um, We had the frontal audience point of view. We had stage right and stage left. This gave me a three-sided view of the choreography and how it was looking. And I have to say, I don't think I can do that in person. If I was there, I, I would need three Annas to see all of those angles at the same time. So it was really great to see three different angles and know how to fix the spacing or the formations, what was off, what was working. And I could also see if students were really picking up the choreography and understanding clearly of what I was trying to say. And if a student was having difficulties, I could say, hey, come on over to the camera. Let's go over that and and take a little time one-on-one if necessary. And some days were about that. I worked with small groups and other days I worked with larger groups. It kind of worked out. And I think using the three cameras, it's almost like we were putting on a television show every day. It was kind of cool. And um, so I think that was a positive thing. I got to see choreography from almost all the way around, almost a 360 kind of point of view, which I can't do in person. You only have two eyes, right? I'm going to take a break right here, and when I come back from the commercial break, I want to tell you all the tips and advice and all the positive things that came out of this and how you can see this amazing performance. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Some of the positive effects that has come out of this doing a musical virtually, I would have to say is number one, we were all safe. It kept myself safe and all of the students and staff, everybody had a mask on when they were working on the stage and some students that had to be at home could still sign on and get the link and still rehearse in their home. We had to do that for a little while because A student was sick or somebody had a broken bone, you know, so it was kind of neat to see students even working from their home as well. And I think that really, that kept us all safe. So that was really positive. We found a way to still perform and the shows to still go on with all of this chaos that surrounds us today. You know, that show must go on mentality was really in the back of all of our minds, I think. And so making this happen was, you know, the positive outcome. It's, it's amazing that the show came together and we were able to put all of this on. 
I was able to show a little more detail by coming closer to the camera, like I said earlier. And I think that really helped the students to see it clearly, like really clearly. I don't think I would ever go up to a student quite that close, you know, to show them maybe a hand gesture or a foot um, pivot or something like that. They would have to get really close. So sometimes coming closer to the camera and then backing away to show bigger movements. I think that was a positive effect that came out of this as well to show, show a little more detail. I also learned how to really slow down and teach in small bite sizes. Since not all of the students are trained dancers, not all of them take dance classes. So it was a way for me to break down the choreography and teach a little slower and start to explain the movement in different ways. You know, like you're going to open your arms like a flower blooming. Or you're going to kick that leg out like you're kicking a soccer ball. So I described things that gave them a mental image of how the force should be or should look. It gave them also another opportunity to grow and experience performance in a new way. and gave them confidence by working a little bit slower and breaking down movements into small segments. They built up confidence each day. I could see it just coming closer and closer together when each day it was like, hey, I did that. I did that whole count of eight and I was on beat and everything was working out. It was great to see their confidence growing. Even the teachers were stating that the students were so engaged to listening to me on camera Maybe perhaps it gave them a chance to improve their listening and concentration skills. It's been a really hard year, so slowing down for everybody, I think, was necessary. The students really looked better and better each week that went by. Like I said, I worked with them for over 50-some hours. Three days a week, we did, you know, two or three hours per day. I was really impressed with their teamwork. And the caring hearts for one another as they stepped in for someone by reading their role. If an actor was absent that day, I would see students on the side of the stage going over dance steps just to help each other look their best. I think teamwork was another great quality that came out of this. And that builds character. That builds this camaraderie backstage. You know, to be with a cast to really work together. On the dance floor here, we talk about life lessons through the art of dance. And I think the life lesson for this musical for this year was compassion. To be there for someone, to keep each other going, to help keep the show on track. I know I did my best to give some pep talks each time we met. I know not every day is, you know, the sunniest day. Or maybe they're just having a challenging time with school. So I try to always have a smile on my face when I came on camera and give them a little pep talk and something to look forward to and just a nugget of information that they can take with them to make their day a little bit easier. I know seeing their faces cheered me up. I sure hope I did the same for them. I gave advice each time, something small as taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out right before you walk out onto stage. Something to calm the nerves, something to ease their mind, and to help them maybe focus and just concentrate on what they're doing in the present moment. 
Each time we met, we did a little warm-up or technique, and it included, you know, rolling down and touching your toes or stretching side to side or some yoga stretches or those deep breathing exercises to get the most out of the rehearsal. I think it helped them calm their nerves and, like I said, focus their mind a little and maybe give them a little more confidence again that they can do it. The show really is incredible. The art teacher, I understand, assisted the students in making a 16-foot dragon that's in the show. And it takes five students to work this dragon on stage. It is a true work of art. And to see it on stage and putting it in motion, oh my goodness, it was just really cool to watch. I was really impressed with not only the dragon, but the scenery that the students have put together and painted. It really is a fairy tale background. So I'm excited for you all to see it for sure. Now, working through the pandemic has been challenging for all of us artists. All we want to do is perform again. Just be with our friends to create, sing, dance, paint, just to create something fresh and new and exciting. At the very least, we want to express our feelings, thoughts, and tell our stories again. I'm sure all of you around the world that are listening right now are creating something amazing in your homes, online, outside, anywhere you can, right? We are all finding unique ways to get our artistic work out there. Online concerts and streaming showcases on social media, you name it. We have all figured out a way to still create and shine a light on such a hard time. I really do believe the arts are helping us succeed and cope with everything right now. Seeking that escape that we all desperately need. And the creative arts are definitely the answer. A chance to get away and get lost inside a story. And in this case, a fairy tale called Shrek. Now at the end of the musical, the cast sings a song that I really do like. And I think it's fitting for the time. The lyrics in the song go a little something like this. We are different and united. We are us and we are you. This is our story. I think the lyrics are perfect for the time we're living in right now. And I hope this gives you a little insight of what it was like to choreograph an entire musical virtually. It wasn't always easy, of course. It's was challenging, as I said before, but the students really worked hard to make it happen. And we worked it every day. You know, not everything always worked. Sometimes the internet was down. Sometimes my internet wasn't the best, you know, or if a camera isn't uh, working well. But you find ways to work it differently. You find different angles to look at something. You will figure it out. And we all got creative It really was a group effort. And I think everybody will enjoy the musical. And if anything, if you're curious to see how all this madness pulled together, I encourage you to get a ticket because I'm excited to see it. 
I've been watching some of their rehearsals, putting it all together, and it's looking great. Shrek the Musical goes up for Wheeling Park High School April 30th through May 2nd. Now, April 30th and May 1st at 7 p.m., you can see it in the theater. And that's at Wheeling Park High School in Wheeling, West Virginia. On May 2nd, you can see it at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. You can also stream this show. Streaming performance dates are Saturday, May 8th at 7 p.m. and Sunday, May 9th at 3 p.m. Now you have to buy all of your tickets online and don't worry, I'm going to give you the link in a few minutes here and I'll have it in my show notes so you can buy a ticket. No excuses, everyone. Buy a ticket, watch it online, no matter where you live. And if you're in the West Virginia area, the Wheeling, West Virginia area, go to the show, go see it in person. Encourage the students, clap. Just to hear the applause alone would be amazing. Well, I do hope you get a chance to see either the show in person or online. Don't miss out. Support the arts for sure and buy a ticket. It's a gorgeous theater, an incredibly talented cast of students. I have been impressed for years with this school, but especially this year. I think everybody should pull together and buy a ticket, go see the show, or buy it online. Okay, here's the ticket information. If you want to buy a ticket to see it in person or online, you have to go to wphswv.booktix.com. Now, book, B-O-O-K-T-I-X dot com. So it's wphswv.booktix.com. Don't worry, I'll include it in my show notes too. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, go to the show notes and you'll see the link to click on it and you can buy a ticket. You can buy a ticket for the in-person or like I said, the online performance. I'm excited. I hope you are too. It was an honor to choreograph and I am grateful for the opportunity to create and dance again. Even if it means I have to be online with the students, it's okay. We had a great time and I can't wait to see them in costume along with all of you watching it. Upcoming events for myself. I have a concert coming up this summer. Stay tuned for more information on that. And I also have a summer intensive program for musical theater lovers out there. It's going to be June 7th through June 10th. It's a Monday through Thursday event online. And don't worry, there's more information. I'll leave the link below in the show notes. So you can sign up for the summer intensive programs for musical theater. Or maybe you want to take a yoga class or a private dance lesson online this summer to boost up those skills and get you ready for the next time you want to be on stage. Or maybe that audition you have coming up. Boost up your skills. Take a class. No matter what you need, I'm ready for you this summer. Lots of great events, showcases. I have some online concerts I'm going to be performing. And uh, just stay tuned, everyone. I think this summer will be a little bit better maybe than last summer. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on the dance floor. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm your host, Anna Harsh, and until next time, keep dancing and moving on the dance floor.